Hello, I'm Design News Senior Editor Dan Carney. Coming up on the Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast, we hear from Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer Chief Engineer Mike Olmeyer, who explains the challenge of building a truck that drives like a car. Hi, Mike. Welcome to this episode of Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast. We can't wait to hear about the engineering solutions you found to overcome the challenges you encountered while creating the Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer. What would you say was the biggest obstacle you faced? There were really two main unique challenges associated with recreating the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer. Um, first being associated with the recreation of an American icon. Um, there's no margin for error here. Um, the expectations are high as there's a great sense of responsibility that is felt by ourselves and our company, but also to our customers and our country. The second major challenge associated with entering into a various was entering into a very established market um, with the goal of not just entering the market, but re-entering the market uh, with the leadership, claiming a leadership position with the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer. As you're aware, the GML UVs have been in production for decades. Uh, the Lincoln Navigator is on their second generation vehicle, and I'm assuming they're working feverish, feverishly on their third generation vehicle. Right. So there you are uh, facing these formidable established competitors, uh, and you have the assignment to take a body on frame vehicle and deliver it to customers who have gotten pretty accustomed to unibody crossover SUVs and the refinement that they provide. And it must have been a big challenge that you're having to marry the, the co competition with uh, body on frame vehicles with big towing capacities and at the same time having customers expect a smooth car like ride and have maybe minivan grade interior space and just a whole combination of factors that had to have been challenging to combine. The body on frame vehicles obviously allow for um, much higher capability. Um, our vehicles offer a class leading 10,000 pounds of towing capability. And again, the balance needs to be with the capability and the ruggedness of a body on frame vehicle. But in this market, as you know, you have to be very refined and very luxurious. And we feel like we've really struck that, that uh, connection and achieved uh, all goals on both fronts. Was there a specific uh, technology or a specific part that got designed or some specific breakthrough that allowed you to achieve some of those things where maybe you wouldn't have been able to do that before? I think it really comes down to following the physics. Um, and again, it really understanding our capability, really understanding our competition and our competitors, and setting the vehicle functional objectives up to meet or exceed them. Does following the physics include things like making sure that the frame is extra rigid so that uh, you don't get any twist? Absolutely. All the functional objectives are, are proven through our CA analysis and our engineering technical specifications and our modeling, um, followed up by a significant amount of testing. So all those functional objectives and all those trade-offs and discussions are made early. What is some of that um, real-world testing that you do to validate the, the models that you had developed? We do a lot of safety impact testing, as you can well imagine. We do testing in the desert. We do testing in northern Michigan. Um, we put about 2 million miles uh, on the vehicles um, in all regions, uh, in all parts of the country. We do a lot of hot trips out west, Davis Dam. So anywhere we have a requirement to meet, again, we validate it virtually 
we validate it on our pre-production vehicles and obviously validate with our production vehicles, which is the stage we're in now. Was there a test that you can remember where afterward maybe the engineers were high-fiving each other and being pretty excited, hey, this really did deliver what we thought it was going to? Well, it's probably many of them and most of them because, again, our goal is to minimize change. And, uh, again, we really believe in our modeling and we really believe in the sciences. And, uh, again, we think of these more as, as confirmation testing um, it's always a it's always a great pleasure to get through the impact testing um, because those those changes tend to be the changes that are the longest lead changes. If you have to make a a change to modify a structural element, it usually takes way more time than you ever have. So uh, getting through that series of tests is always a great accomplishment. And did you get through that without having to make any any mechanical changes? We are on track to meet all of our safety regulatory and requirements, yes. Very good. Well, that uh, that sounds pretty interesting. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to Engineering Solutions by Design News today, and I know our listeners appreciate you sharing the, the story and your solutions with us. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast. We hope you come back soon to hear the next installment.